listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. League of their own, Swag Gina Davis. Only rapper make a hundred k on your playlist. Niggas talk on Twitter, but in life they don't say shit. My role is so racist. All black faces, we the new face it. Kill them like Jason. Grind on my sleep, man. My nigga need bracelets. Wonder what they feeling like. Used to be the nervous type. They ain't mention Beano, man. That shit must be on purpose, right? Hostile nigga my style kind of flow to paint a picture norman rockwell i don't eat pasta everything is low carb i don't fly coach now say i fly go yard leave a face covered in that coast guard metaphor mozart all we did was telling the truth my m fox to my people on some family ties magazines got black faces when somebody dies i mean look at donna summer she was trying to survive people right wrestle over petty cash when we should be trying crying over the one percent like we took the milk glass fuck y'all i'ma take my grandkids ball see me stunting so i mean look to the future these dudes so last week see me stunting so kind they nasty me and nipsey on some grown shit no rent oh shit so jim crow shit black faces hey welcome to the black out test podcast your host rod and Karen. we're live on a sunday mm-hmm. a blackface sunday oh shit that's right it's right it is it's more of them blackface history it's blackface history mom <laughs> right it's officially been taken over by the white man and uh it's no giving it back apparently every day more blackface scandals and we will talk about them today um the official weapon of the show is an unofficial sport and bullet ball extreme you can find us on itunes stitch automatic leave us five star reviews new year new five-star reviews please all over the world leave five-star reviews we know y'all listen to us all over the world mm-hmm. i've seen the actual numbers and y'all really do like we're big yeah. all over the place yeah um, we see all the little dots across the map <clears throat> so make sure you guys leave us five-star reviews wherever you're at uh if you haven't left one yet okay we would like to have a five-star review from you guys i think this is the year we can get everybody to get five-star reviews move up to itunes charts and then finally we can uh get the recognition we deserve okay guys come on um this show is sponsored today's show is sponsored by triangle wine company they sell thousands of wines from all over the world for every budget okay that means you me rich people it doesn't matter okay we can all imbibe on the same alcohols all right visit trianglewineco.com and search by price variety region or browse for organic or highly rated wines right they got the organic wines for y'all health conscious mm-hmm. people take advantage of weekly sales and case discounts um when you shop online to offset the cost of wine shipping <clears throat> we know shipping heavy glass and delicious liquid can be pricey you can also stop by their physical stores triangle wine co has some stores in raleigh durham north uh area of north carolina um and they even have ship while you shop days so you can go in there and get on a little something they got free wine tasting events and you can even buy by the glass at their tasting bars so for y'all that just you know need to take the edge off or you want to try before you buy i mean it sounds like a perfect deal hey, come on uh find your new favorite wine when you shop triangle wine company's amazing selection and visit trianglewineco.com and we'll come back later on in the show and talk about the wine they set up for us all right the adorable delicious valentine's love month of black history wine um all right let's talk about news so all kinds of news talk about um let's see where should we start um offset and uh chris brown are beefing 
i did not know this apparently offset and chris brown don't like each other ain't that the 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 dude that's with cardi offset is married is cardi b's husband okay he's also one of the migos okay him take off quavo um, okay and the decepticons um yeah what started out as an issue between offset and chris brown over a 21 savage meme has escalated to verbal threats in the instagram stories post offset said he would smack the shit out of chris brown and also referenced the singer's history of domestic violence <clears throat> check my record and check yours oh okay only people you go toe-to-toe with is women that's for lame niggas by the way i'm gonna smack the shit out of you when i see you yeah he put a message on instagram um that said i ain't really have too much rap for you on this social media shit but since that's where you want to take it tell the people why you had your management reach out to squash the shit check my record and check yours only people who go toe-to-toe you go toe-to-toe with is women that's for lame niggas oh and by the way i'm gonna smack the shit out of you when i see you minutes after offset posted that story brown shared screenshots of what he said were direct messages between him and the migos member you can see brown was responding to an ig user who had asked for his address uh it says um offset t-y-r-n and it says where you at w-y-a which means where you at okay and then uh he says according to this chris brown it says i'm a <clears throat> i'm in la i'll be home at four like i said before i'm with all that all of that you can run me my fade today no cap he put his address in there and said something it looked like oh so he put something out with his real address on it yeah yeah he ain't blotch it out or nothing nope nope the shade room put mark blocked it out but i think he left it in there and i think he either said i think he said fuck nigga you know where i stay google maps my address ain't no secret spot i'll be there i'll be there the at four and then offset responded police with a police uh emoji and then chris brown put it on instagram and said this nigga scary the back and forth with them began earlier in the week after brown posted a meme that mocked 21's recent legal issues the uk born rapper was detained i can't believe it's crazy how much celebrity affects everything because like how meek mill was a laughing stock and then he went to prison and then all of a sudden like people that really hadn't cared or been vocal before was like about prison reform and sentence reduction mm-hmm. and stuff not saying it's bad right. I mean, obviously it's good that they joined in that fight come even, on even if it was on the basis of just like i like this rapper so now i care but it's funny that 21 savage is having an effect in the hip-hop community about immigration ice detention and stuff like this this has been the news it's been something that people have been talking about every day especially in the age of trump and the whole like you know the the way they separate children from families and Mm -hmm. how how his rhetoric has been so much like these are bad mexican people these are bad brown people that are coming here get them out of the country and then you got 21 savage and now it seems like the division in the hip-hop community is getting real because motherfuckers are like no it's not even funny uh and maybe it's just because they know him personally but it's it's interesting to see <clears throat> people really start to give a fuck about this right and it's that privilege because all jokes aside 
not that black people got that much privilege but black people that are americans we are americans as long as they acknowledge us as americans so they're not rounding us up if they could they would but they can't right now so mm. they've been rounding up these other peoples and niggas been walking around like i don't give a fuck they not bombarding my house isis ain't coming to, to get me isis ain't going to school or you know separate me from my family so uh it's just human nature not to give a fuck about shit that's not directly impacting you now when it was slavery we wanted everybody to give a fuck everybody right. named mama to give a fuck about slavery you know what i'm saying but that immigration shit you know uh black people some black people turn their noses up and they act like that's their shit just like when niggas went up north that 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 uh segregation shit that's that down south shit you know <clears throat> but it but it actually affects everybody but because they personally know him and they they almost can put a face to it because not trying to be funny a lot of people can't put face to shit that don't directly impact them but they don't nobody know nobody around them that's in, that's being impacted uh, uh, about these policies and procedures that are fucked up so now they can put a face to it and they care so that's why you have people coming at the woodworks i'm glad you're here don't get me wrong i i, I am glad you're here i'm glad you you know this has come to the forefront i'm glad that people are fighting against this you know i've come to the conclusion where i'm not mad at people when they get here bitch i'm just glad you're here now let's go you know um because if you don't have that mentality you will be mad at everybody for fucking ever because the thing i realized i wasn't always woke i didn't always have the answers and there was a lot of shit that i care about now that i didn't give a fuck about years ago that i should have so you know whenever you get here i'm just glad you at the party um the back and forth with them again earlier this week over that 21 savage meme uh apparently chris brown posted a meme um that said uh um uh oh it took it, it took an edited he took an edited video of 21's xxl freshman cypher in which the it's a album's rapper's uh vocals were replaced by those of big shack offset responded to the post simply with memes ain't funny lame the mild criticism prompted brown to publish an expletive uh field response which ended with if you a real man fight real spell r-e-l if you a real man fight me oh and one, another thing suck my dick yeah he said fuck you little boy better worry about what you got going and focus on you and quotes all this cap on ig is what's lame yo energy won't like that when i came to the drake show in la if you don't get you a hip a hop a hibbit hibbit to the hip hop hippie uh, you don't stop rocking face ass out of my comments sensitive ass nigga call me personally you want some clout when you all all you gotta do is pull up no camera no flexing at all if you a real man fight me oh and another thing suck my dick oh he's felt real right it was the quote in the article that was wrong um yeah so uh i did like that hip-hop thing that was pretty good that's fucking hilarious offset went on to call brown a cokehead and brown compared offset to a fictional character pootie tang um and also the the, the a pimp named Slickback from uh from uh boondocks like he put like pictures of them side by side or whatever be like they the same nigga um so i mean it sounded like it was some good clownery going on on instagram it was some good coonery happening clownery <clears throat> yeah he put a picture of him and pootie tank side by side and said tip it towel my damie <laughs> <laughs> and underneath it said kappa child side i take that's good damn Mm-mm-mm. i'm here for the jokes and that's the pimp name slip back one Mm-mm-mm. oh 
uh and then uh it kept going they kept going yeah in the update chris brown continues to diss offset i'm gonna send your girl flowers so she know i respect her um so yeah the jazz scene in the weekend with another post directed at the rapper don't consider myself gangster hero but i promise the worst thing in the world is when a singing nigga got niggas scared to to fade and that and what's lame is nigga all in my comments worried about another nigga brown recently shared screenshots of what he alleged the conversation between him and offset and the back and forth brown occurred offset to come to this house with the same energy he had online run my face stop acting pussy brown's latest instagram sees him telling offset to dance his way out of the comments of his post i'm gonna send you girl flowers so she know i respect that he continued <clears throat> i'm disappointed in this nigga as his father i should have been there more in his life so he wouldn't have come out a lame ass nigga um uh presumably brown's talking about sending flowers to cardi b whom offset is currently attempting to reconcile with after the split last year the amigos member has been standing his ground on social media check my record and check yours only people you go toe-to-toe with is women and that's lame niggas um so mm. that's interesting i mean it's supposed to be about 21 savage but it'll turn into something completely different yeah something completely different yeah this is one of the things you look at and just go beautiful gowns beautiful gowns yeah yeah i mean yeah basically none of that shit is gonna help get 21 savage free and none of that shit is really gonna at this point it's about two men's egos bumping up against each other it's it's, Mm -hmm. it's been the whole point about 21 savage been lost in the shuffle and then the other thing is like i said i i don't i can't speak to how sensitive offset is to people's issues and whatnot because i don't really follow him like that Mm -hmm. but you know um it's hard to imagine that this would not be like he like it's probably just a thing where he knows 21 savage and that's why he don't want to see no jokes about it um the thing for me though is this is once again the demi lovato thing chris brown technically wasn't laughing at him being deported i know people are stretching into like that's where it's funny that's what he's laughing at i don't think he's laughing about ice came and got him i really think he was laughing at the idea that he was british which a lot of people laughing at and then people decided because they like 21 savage you can't laugh about that you know and not everybody goes by the same rules on social media so people gonna have to be mad right people lines are different places and whenever you cross their line that's when the anger comes out jeff bezos um you know the code well the amazon owner on ceo of amazon and also you know and then getting ready to get divorced you know all that stuff okay yeah the only reason why i remember these people names because we keep talking about them well that's the point jeff bezos says national Enquirer is threatening to publish his new photos uh amazon ceo jeff bezos i I was wondering how they got his text like we said it on the show when they was talking about he was texting this woman i was like how the fuck they get his text um right because they probably was private they had to be private right all texts are private i mean there's no such thing as a public text so they got a hold of the shit somehow and it makes you wonder what else they have and all this stuff they pay somebody to get a hold of that shit amazon ceo jeff bezos has published an astonishing personal blog post on the platform medium detailing what he claims is extortion and blackmail on behalf of the tabloid the national Enquirer. in a post called no thank you mr pecker 
bezos claims he was being threatened with the publication of new photos of him and suggestive photos of lawrence sanchez the news anchor and reporter with whom bezos was having an affair that is unless he agrees to publicly make a statement downplaying the motivations behind the national Enquirer parent company american media inc's investigation into his personal life by saying the company has was never politically motivated or influenced by political forces so it's getting deep because people are saying hey i think this may even go all as far up as to trump and the trump administration attacking this dude personally and using the resources of the government to hack his phone and get all his stuff that's the speculation i don't know if it's true but that's right. the speculation like it's one of those things but now fuck it anything you 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 could you could tell me it's a made-up world and i'd be like you know what you might be right because everything just fucked up right now so you know who knows yep um national Enquirer first detailed bezos affair which led to a dissolution of his marriage for uh to mckenzie bezos last month what could political forces have to do with jeff bezos love life ami is at the center of an ongoing legal controversy involving president donald trump over the practice uh to, of catch and kill where a publication buys exclusive rights to incriminating information about someone and purposely prevents it from being becoming news through non-disclosure agreements and other legal techniques to avoid it ever getting out shielding the person in case trump in that case trump from damaging stories through court documents ami was found to have used the catch and kill tactic to kill a story about trump's alleged affair with a woman prior to his presidential campaign by paying one hundred and fifty thousand dollars for exclusivity on it ami ceo david pecker a close friend of trump's was allegedly then rewarded for this and other support during trump's campaign with a white house dinner invitation for pecker and someone close to the royal family of saudi arabia where pecker was pursuing business deals and looking for acquisition finances ami allegedly approached bezos after learning that he had conducted his own private investigation into how the national choir obtained his text message lawyers for the company tried to persuade bezos into shutting the investigation down because of the likelihood it may lead to more damning real revelations about ami's catch and kill tactics and his political ties to trump and other world leaders bezos go mm-hmm. ahead go ahead it the whole shit is fucked up mm-hmm. like y'all finding people's personal information and then y'all gonna pay us and we'll release it Mm-hmm. so if i don't want to refuse to i either got to come out with it first or y'all basically gonna come out with it well also pay pay us and we'll kill it too no it's not just we'll release it if i have a damaging story i'm like i want y'all to get exclusive rights to the story and the information pay for it and kill the story make sure y'all don't put it out and no one else does and then i'll pay y'all for that so in a way they're getting paid to not do news it's like if okay 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 right. i'm with you okay okay so 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 it's not pay me or i get nothing it's like pay me not to put it out mm-hmm. and put, like yeah. we'll seek the information because you see this is how the stories get out right someone has the information like correct if i got pictures of uh justin out uh on the weekend with his white woman mistress <laughs> right and i and i'm like oh national Enquirer, i'll sell these pictures to you the exclusive rights and it's like okay but we'll buy the exclusive rights from you you sign an nda that you can't sell the story to nobody else okay you're gonna give us all the pictures and that's gonna be the end of it okay my expectation is then they then whoever national choir is gonna take it and put it in their magazine hey justin is out here cheating on the weekends with his white woman mm-hmm. um that's why he don't like mariah carey and then <laughs> they'll, and then instead of them doing that what they'll do instead is um they'll contact justin and say justin give us a million dollars and we won't print the story you know or give us political favors in the case of trump you know invite us to the white house dinner we won't print the story we'll kill the story and so now we have exclusive rights to the information 
and we signed a deal with you that says hey give us some money we'll never put the story out and you don't have to worry about this information coming out that you uh got a mistress white woman and you hate mariah carey okay and question 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 is all this legal that I, that's what i guess oh, they're okay. gonna figure out in court okay I don't know. okay I don't know. that's my thing I'm i don't know why it wouldn't be legal though to be honest illegal? I, don't, I don't know why it would be illegal i don't okay. know what, what would make it illegal necessarily i mean if you if i have a business and you want to pay me to not tell your business i don't think that would be illegal okay through an nda but, but, or whatever but, but i mean illegal like okay there's some things you can do but but political favors and all that like isn't that part where you get oh, into the illegal part of it no not no that's not the illegal part the illegal part um i think is gonna be i mean i guess it depends on what the political figure is but right that, that's not what i'm thinking is the problem and we'll get to it in a second but the problem is the extortion okay the problem is coming to me and going i will kill this story only if you give me some money because now you're pretty much extorting me mm. you know i will put you know i'm gonna tell everybody you're cheating on your wife unless you pay me some money you know either tell them or don't tell them okay don't you know what i'm saying it's not like i hired you to get the information and and, right. and, and whatnot like in this case you coming to me and being like do blank or i will do this well now we're getting into extortion you want money from me or you're gonna expose this blackmail okay this okay. news blackmail and okay now the blackmail part and and i guess that's what i wasn't understanding i was like well this shit don't make sense because you know people do this all the time that's why you i that's why when you explain it they're paying for reverse because i was thinking it was like either you pay me i'll put this out and that's normally like your standard blackmail right right okay but you're going no 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 i'm paying not to put it out and that's why i was like that doesn't make well any still both me. both sides of that is paying not to get put out but what it is is um on the one you go seeking out the outlet so if i knew i had a scandal out there and i needed it killed i would hire the national Enquirer and say hey um go get these uh compromiser photos of me with um you know whatever you know hey it's me it's me with playing with swords on the weekend i say i don't i don't mess with swords but here's proof that i'm a liar and i'm a fraud it's gonna tear my whole house up i've been playing fucking swords it so then i i say i know the information's out there Mm -hmm. y'all go get the information right from a person that got the proof you get that proof okay sign in the nda with them so that they can't tell nobody else okay and then i'm gonna give you money and make sure y'all never tell that story y'all have exclusive rights to the story it'll never my secret is safe now it'll never get out that i played with swords on the weekend okay but what happened if they go fuck it and they tell why, why would well i'm paying them to not do it and i'm assuming you sign something with them too like like if i'm the like i would sign something with them that says hey i'm giving you this money y'all assigned to an nda to not put it out too you know okay and because i guess my thing is people sign ndas all the time and most of the time most people don't say anything but every now and then somebody go fuck it well so, the ndas normally have horrible penalties uh monetarily and stuff like that okay to them so um i mean anyone can got self you know anyone can do whatever they want to Correct. i mean in this world but that's what that's what's supposed to happen okay i'm 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 with you <clears> now <throat> i guess that's the part i wasn't putting together i was like well this doesn't make any sense okay so this makes more sense now so the person knows that, the inf- that there's information out there about them they don't hire you but they tell you to go get the information you find the information and then you say well pay me not to put the information out Mm-hmm. okay uh, well if they hire you then they are already probably paying you to not put the information out you know it's not like you saying 
now pay me no i was gonna pay you okay that's the whole point now it didn't work that way for bezos it was the opposite it was just straight blackmail okay and okay. once he came forward other people came forward terry cruz came forward and was like yeah they blackmailed me too um so this is like a tactic of theirs to extort people for money this particular company yeah okay so now you have other people coming out to basically kill this practice I, I don't know i guess they're shining lights on it to prove that they do blackmail and then to see if um maybe they can get something done about it in court or something i don't know okay if your client agrees to cease and desist such defamatory behavior we are willing to engage in constructive conversations regarding the text and photos which we have in our possession read w- read one of the emails sent to the legal team of bezos private investigation the photos in question include a full-length body selfie of selfie of mr bezos wearing just a pair of tight black boxer briefs or trunks and a naked selfie in a bathroom wearing nothing but a white towel among others include explicit dick pic uh the full photo rundown came from threatening a threatening email sent to attorney gavin de becker a well-known security consultant bezos hired to run the private investigation penned by none other than dylan howard the chief content officer of ami in late 2017 howard was accused of sexual harassment and misconduct during his years at ami according to hollywood reporter referred to himself around the office by the nickname dildo here's the full seven point extortion temp from john fine ami's current deputy legal counsel and coincidentally a former amazon lawyer who worked at the company for nine years here are our posted terms one a full complete mutual release of all claims that the american media on the one hand and jeff bezos and gavin de becker the bezos parties on the other may have against each other too a public mutually agreed upon acknowledgement that the bezos parties released through a mutually agreement agreeable news outlet affirming that they have no knowledge or basis for suggesting that am's coverage was politically motivated or influenced by political forces and an agreement that they will cease referring to such a possibility three am agrees not to publish distribute share or describe unpublished text and photos the unpublished materials the am affirm am for am affirms that it undertook no electronic eavesdropping in connection with its reporting has no knowledge of such conduct keep in mind these are what they want both the other side to agree to this is from them so to me this is saying like yo they did all this shit right and then they're being like but we want you to say it's not politically motivated we want you to say that we weren't electronically eavesdropping on you sound like you did and then you want me to lie <clears throat> so that you won't put my dicks out in the world right so he's like fuck that they I, you because it's one of those things where you like they trying to blackmail me because the thing is it's not like we don't know he cheated on his wife right. so you know I, i'm not and, and not to downplay it but it's like hey dog okay i was cheating on my wife there may have been dick pics okay like what y'all mm-hmm. doing ain't gonna really add anything not trying to find an extra to the story other than people can see some intimate shit that was not meant for their public consumption yeah and i saw somebody somebody on my facebook was like yeah it could be that he might be working with something the way that he don't care if they put his dick out there and i was like nah i I think it's just that when you that rich you can have a micro penis it don't matter ain't nothing finna stop on these hoes because jeff bezos wallet is the real thickness okay it Come don't on. matter all right his wallet is 12 inches long it don't matter what he working with down Money, there his wallet is a fucking mandingo as right. far as you're concerned that motherfucker could be working with a motherfucking like reverse any penis and everybody gonna be like yes i will let him beat this nigga is motherfucking rich as fuck right i don't care if he is a fucking 30 second man mm-hmm. his wallet can last all goddamn night long 
five the agreement is completely confidential six in the case of breach of agreement by one of more of the bezos parties am is released from his obligations under the agreement and may publish the unpublished materials seven any other disputes arising out of this agreement shall be first submitted to jams mediation in california well that email got my attention but not in the way they likely hoped any personal embarrassment ami could cause me takes a back seat because there's a much more important matter involved here if i if in my position i can't stand up to this kind of extortion how can many people can bezos writes in the ami letters i'm making public you will see the precise details of their extortionate proposal they will publish the personal photos unless gavin de becker and i make specific false public statements to the press be assured no real journalist ever proposed anything like what is happening here nothing i might write here could tell the national Enquirer story as eloquently as their own words below these communications cement ami's long-earned reputation for weaponizing journalistic privileges hiding behind important protections and ignoring the tenets and the purpose of journalism of course i don't want personal photos published but i also won't participate in that well-known practice of blackmail political favors political attacks and corruption i prefer to stand up roll this log over and see what crawls out right because off the side he's fucking rich so yeah. he's like bitch and and what bitch what, what you gonna do i am still over amazon bitch what i will not lose a lick of sleep and uh of course by roll this log over he's talking about his dick uh so uh or his wallet whichever one you want to consider a dick mm-hmm. but uh yeah he, he basically was like well put it out then bitch and uh he's like what well, i put the balls on the table too bitch what we talking about i mean if we gonna put it out there let's smack it all out there right let's see who's really swinging some pipe around here come on come on let's see who dick water this longer yours or mine right you want a pissing contest my piss goes further Mm -hmm. um uh all right let's see what else um delta and coke apologize for napkins encouraging passengers to shoot their shot with a plane crush delta and coca-cola were forced to apologize at the passengers objected to a new inf- to new in-flight napkins that encouraged people to pass their phone number to strangers the semi-small print instructor said be a little more old school write down your number and give it to your plane crush you never know the napkins came to the attention of the wider internet after several people on, El- on delta flights posted them to twitter hey at delta and coca-cola these napkins are creepy as fuck wrote use a duck sauce <laughs> pretty sure no one appreciated unsolicited phone numbers in the good old days and they sure as heck don't want the phone number of someone who's been gawking at them on a plane for hours a day not a good look another passenger called the promotion unintentionally creepy delta's already in the process of removing the napkins while coca-cola has apologized to anyone who may offend it we rotate coke products regularly as part of our brand partnership we missed the mark with this one delta said we are sorry for that and began removing napkins from our aircraft in january mm-hmm. and then y'all wonder why uh fucking commercials are bland because when they try to be then when they try to be fucking adventurous this is the bullshit you get every napkin for now on is like fucking coke and smile yeah which is fine i mean that's their job i mean Co- their job is not to make you like contact your plane crush oh no no I'm- i think one of the things that changed is um we via social media whatever you know people have more voices but i do think we kind of increasingly become isolated in a way 
because when the the thing to me that was kind of weird was the person going i'm sure nobody wanted a number slip to the back of the day and i'm like well that's a goddamn lie come on we didn't have cell phones and we didn't have uh social media that where we could just like get someone's facebook or instagram or whatever the fuck there were no dating apps like yes the fuck motherfucker slid a number to somebody and if you didn't like it you just politely throw that shit in the trash can when they ain't looking or whatever like it's like it wasn't so such a foreign concept that someone might try to slide you some digits or something like that men and women this isn't even just a like Mm-mm. men was walking up to women like here's my number bitch like Mm-mm. i'm it's saying a lot pe- of women that slip numbers too right and it was like this was back when like you had to memorize phone numbers or write them down i have a little black book like this to me this is more like them trying to be cute with the keep it old school shit we can never go back to the old school no we can't it's not that it never was a thing like it didn't if this would have happened in 1980s people wouldn't have felt like it was creepy to get a phone number i'm not talking about the napkin i'm talking about if someone were to give me that phone number and a napkin i wouldn't be like oh my god y'all this is violence you know what i mean i would be like oh okay cool yeah, like and, and even if i didn't want to holler at them i'd be like right. whatever yeah throw the number away do whatever you're gonna do with the number when i was a waiter people would give me their phone number and stuff you just go oh, okay thank you ma'am and then uh, not ma'am but, but yeah, you go thank you you know and then you just wait till the motherfuckers leave and go in the trash and yeah you know one time this this dude gave me his daughter's number and told me to call her and i said i have a girlfriend and he was like well it, it don't matter i mean you might not work out it's just a phone call and i'm like nigga you encouraging me to cheat on my girlfriend <laughs> with your daughter so your daughter could be my girlfriend but then you'll know i'm a cheating ass nigga that don't make no sense um and now and so i threw it away this motherfucker came back like three days later with his daughter again i said god damn homie like he's like so you ain't calling my daughter i said it's only been three days you got the number i said it's at home or something i don't know it was but the point being like i understand it can be an overstep in the bounds which is you know which it could have always been right. which is why i'm like i don't know who greenlit this campaign because mm-hmm. i don't think people would do this anymore right you know it just seemed like not the kind of thing that you can do in 2019 without exactly what happened like i would have if i was in the room and they said this is our new campaign i would say someone's gonna take a picture of this put it on facebook and twitter and y'all gonna get called and, creepy and it's gonna escalate on twitter to the point where they're gonna be like this is rape culture y'all encouraging men to sexually harass women and shit don't do it even if it's not your intention right and i don't think it was their intention and like i said that's why everybody keeps everything bland nowadays but i don't blame them um when you try to be adventurous because this was them being quote-unquote adventurous these are the problems that you get and you brought up a good point there is apparently there is nobody in the room even the fucking social media people there is nobody in the room that says that's a bad idea like do you have a social media person whose whole job is to be online and watch and pay attention to fucking trends they're not even doing that they're just allowing you to put shit out there and then know everybody wants to act shocked and surprised and appalled well then why don't you have that person that actually has a pulse with social media a real pulse with social media and pays attention to it to be like that's not a good idea or that person says something and y'all goddamn ignore them and these are the consequences yeah who knows man but i mean i like i said i'm not i really don't have an opinion on it one way or the other as far as like oh my god i can't believe this happens it's more like i could have just told you what happened correct um supreme court blocks louisiana abortion laws john roberts joins liberal justices in a 5-4 ruling that was close the ruling blocks louisiana from enforcing a law that women's groups said would have left the state with just one doctor allowed to perform abortions 
in the state mm-hmm. yeah it's a lot of states like that where they've shut down um a lot of abortion clinics they've made we've read about them. they made the restrictions fucking ridiculous when none of them can operate and then women have to drive hours they made these fucked up laws uh excuse me please a man is talking about abortion uh you definitely interrupted me uh and i think only my opinion should count on this topic so oh you listen you listen for that be some <laughs> real abortion up in here <laughs> the latest term <laughs> right the, 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 <laughs> the, the latest term the 555 month long abortion no i'm sorry go ahead oh you good baby i'm messing with you no 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 i was just joking go ahead <laughs> me too but uh yeah it is just so fucked up the way they're doing this it's like they want to they trying their best to just kill it like if we can't push this up to the supreme court we're gonna pass so many fucked up laws because that's the thing mm-hmm. you don't care about these children after they're born that's the thing you actually don't care about them while they're going through while the children are being developed but you really don't care about them after they're born particularly if they're brown the only children y'all care about are white children because you want to get the white population up again. That's why when they put these articles out, Americans aren't having any children. No, no, keep it real. White women aren't having any more any children. That's what those they articles have enough, mean. They have enough white children, right? That, yeah, because that, of the way white people measure it. Uh, if they have a biracial child, they not counting that child as white. No, they're not. Which is not some shit we came up with. It's some shit they came up with. Right. That's why when niggas be like the one drop rule, everybody went like the fucking fool, but we didn't make that rule up. They did. They said if you got a drop of black, you're black. And that's why most black people go by that particular rule. Like we, we're, we're saying there's some form of blackness within you. So because of that, not that you can't claim your whiteness, not that your whiteness don't matter and not that it's not a part of you. It 100% is. But according to white people, you're not pure. Yeah. The thing for me, um, one, no Supreme Court ruling is ever settled. Mm-mm. So a lot of people rested on their laws. Um, and, I, hey I, i'm gonna keep bringing it up because it's relevant 2016 i remember hillary clinton brought up the supreme court justices at one of her debates and saying like yeah we don't want you know donald trump picking the next one and stuff like that um we knew what happened with merrick garland we knew this we knew there was someone that would literally be chosen as supreme court justice by the next president we knew it everyone knew it it was on the ballot there's no excuses anyone that tells you both candidates were the same or just wasn't important enough or there wasn't enough difference or earn my vote or whatever the fuck they tell you they are also telling you they punted on being able to select the supreme court justice because in many ways they thought things were settled now there was no reason for them to think things were settled this is the same supreme court where john roberts was like uh yeah the voting rights act we don't need that no more we don't need to enforce that anymore okay and then supreme uh i mean and then uh the resurgence of voter suppression happened in the south immediately immediately and harshly to where it was going to court every fucking week just to try to undo the damage of that right so people think to themselves stuff like oh roe v wade roe v wade is obviously settled like Mm -hmm. we had a supreme court ruling abortion is the law of the land the right to choice the right to access this these are women's rights nothing is fucking settled in all these states this is just being one of them all these states you have law lawyers and lawmakers passing laws 
uh petitioning for laws that they know will restrict the right and the access to uh to uh abortion and so what in stripping funding and things of this nature well then of course you have the other lawyers that will challenge it all of this is just a big ass scheme designed to go back to the supreme court to get rulings that will then undo roe v wade it's right. all all of it when when they when these politicians uh donald trump brought up late term abortions and he told a lie that's from an internet meme of like people ripping live babies from women's uh stomachs and then just killing them because that's how late you can have an abortion uh, you mean like a c-section what are we talking about here right basically he's saying that's what happens like they do a c-section take the baby out and kill it because that's what's happening with these abortions and we need to pass a law against that we don't have any states that do late-term abortions we don't have any not one Mm-mm. but but the point being they propagate they 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 promote these lies so that we can one day have another supreme court ruling on abortion and this time they will win and that's the whole point five four was the final count five four and that's what justice roberts dissenting like that's with him uh leaving who they thought he would ideologically side with republicans if ruth bader ginsburg passes in the next two years oh that's gonna be a wrap five four the other way because they will put a hack in there who is simply a republican wearing a robe they don't give a fuck and so that's why it's direly important to vote that's why it was important in 2016 that's why all these fucking coons telling you that it's not important to vote or if you don't feel like it don't worry about it fuck them they are not your friends they're not our friends as a race they're not our they're not women's friends they're not allies to anything fuck them niggas because and and i'm gonna get mad every time some new shit like this comes up and i'm gonna stay mad about this shit because it's it's infuriating to think that there are people who are so lackadaisical or lazy or just downright fucking like malicious in their political thinking that they would want me to look them in the face as a friend and as an ally and all this shit and then be like but uh you know i have i bear no responsibility for this you have a vote you have the platform to tell other people to vote and you know that we need to get these motherfuckers out we were this fucking close this close we had to rely on one of the fucking right-wing justices to be like uh you know what i'm I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and say you can't restrict to women in this state having zero access essentially because one person can't do all them fucking abortions in one state it would they are they will be forcing women to come to terms with their with their pregnancy and we're not even talking about people that don't have the fucking resources to a take for take to care for a kid and barely had the resources to maybe even get an abortion and then the resources to travel come on like it doesn't make fucking sense that we are this it doesn't make sense that this is the kind of fucking high wire act we're walking as a country when it comes to half of the citizens of the united states legal fucking right to their own reproductive system it doesn't make sense that that would be okay with anyone so yeah it's still gonna piss me off because it was literally on the fucking ballot and you got people that would tell you that it didn't matter or that we'll get a revolution i don't see no fucking revolution coming like i don't see that shit i don't see anybody in the streets nobody got guns nobody riding none of this shit i just see a bunch of motherfuckers being real quiet waiting for this to pass over so they can be armchair revolutionaries and talk shit about the next crop of democratic candidates again the same shit from 2016 anyway yeah and also it's one of those things like when you look at it you go this is on the ballot and it's a lot of other shit that's 
on the ballot too and like you said it's one of those things where you get very mad and you get very um upset because you're going well it's funny how americans particularly white americans always want to tout that american is the best and, and america is the greatest are we are we really though are we really though america constantly looks at other countries like they ain't shit we're constantly talking about uh um countries that have muslim faith and religion and talking about how oppressive they are that their religion we're constantly talking about how other people treat other people in the world we are no better than we're no better than but yet we try to act like we're the best and we're the greatest and there's no country greater than ours there are a lot of places in the world no they're not perfect don't get me wrong but we ain't no better than them some of these places we're passing the same fucked up laws some of these places we're actually on the same level as some of the places that other countries in the world would consider the least for humanitarian help within their own country you know taking care of the poor and shit like that like we don't mean the shit we say we're just talking yeah um the and guess how the votes broke down uh the conservatives kavanaugh clarence thomas samuel alito neil gorsuch all of them voted basically to say no 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 we think um we should y'all should be able to pass these laws and make it so that only one man one place in the in the whole state can do abortions right because they don't give a fuck that's the thing there's no compassion in their hearts they don't care right um and if it really hadn't been for um like i said john roberts then this shit would have passed and that that's 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 crazy yeah and 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 not to get off topic but you're talking about this uh, you know it's a lot of shit that has uh talking about brown versus the board of education you know it's a lot of shit separate but equal and all that shit people need to really really pay attention pay attention to your school district see how the money's getting shifted around see how schools are starting to go back to a bunch of brown people and all of a sudden the books are less than the computers are less than everything is less than the school's getting run down check around and pay attention to this bullshit everything that people you know years ago people schools uh black children used to go to schools on shacks and on bricks and shit like that children in these cold ass classrooms in the middle of fucking timbuktu nowhere don't think that that's what we're gonna go back to when they pass these fuck ass laws and then you have all these um charter schools popping up so public funding is going to these goddamn charter schools which means you're taking money away from public schools that actually need the money and then you have these people the white flight is real so you have all these white people leaving so that means their money and their resources leave and then they go to these other areas areas then they want fucking neighborhood schools fucking neighborhood schools because all neighborhood schools go all the people in this income actually benefit from all the people in this income what do you do when you have these areas that are poverty and, 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 and lower income so fuck those children those children don't get the right to a quality education those children don't get that right these are shit that was up for vote for voting too so don't think once they quote unquote get this accomplished they'll be after your fucking education too yeah it's all it's all related man so it's just kind of interesting that uh like i said you see these these and then what's funny to me and it's like clockwork the democratic candidates started declaring and you saw the same people that basically took the last two years off of criticizing the trump administration pop back up to just talk shit about democratic candidates it's crazy to me crazy like i like if you fucking like search social media for like kamala harris or cory booker or 
elizabeth warren's name or something from the accounts that claim to be so liberal and woke you'll see them shitting on them way more than they've ever shitted on trump way more than they talk about the, the dire consequences of trump winning in 2016 and the things that are affecting people right now they don't care they or if they or they're ashamed i don't know if they're ashamed or they don't care but they don't talk about it the same they if they want to like calling kamala harris a cop way happening way more often than being like yo did y'all know that this fucking abortion thing almost didn't pass did y'all know i mean almost passed did y'all know that i didn't see any traction on this from people that claim to have been so woke that they would not even vote for any democrat because they so woke they stay that woke they, they don't care about the real life consequences it's all fucking theory and political game to them so yeah 2020 um just go ahead and get here because this yeah. shit is crazy I'm, I'm with you i'm really ready for it to get here and uh somebody bought in chairman but that's how they eat though yeah that's how they eat like they right. eat by waking up in the morning banging bacon guess what they can't make no money on the other side because if a lot of them could they would but they right. can't make no money over here uh, uh uh rolling with the republicans like because mm. like i said if they could bang bacon over I there i mean nah they can make money doing that they if absolutely they want can to. yeah they can that's not i'm not gonna say they couldn't because any nigga can do that candace owens was against trump and now she's a fucking voice on the right because she's a black person that's for trump so they could go even further with it they could yeah but they but they don't want to and and and, yeah. and, and that's the thing you, you don't quote unquote want to go over there because you want your respect or whatever from from the negroes so right. you go well, i'll stay over here that's why i say they can't because they don't want to make that switch to actually get over there and make that money yeah they lose their support Correct. among the black people that they do fuck with but yeah they could absolutely do it just because there's no standards there's none nope. um all right let's see let's do some um <laughs> screaming today oh my bad it's okay it was in you it was flowing it's just the work uh damon wayans you know that the music turned up loud in my bad damon wayans is the ep of a new queer show it has an anti-lgbtq plus past the actor comedian is producing a new show about gender non-conforming youtuber but has used transphobic language online 
david wayans jr is executive producer of a potentially historic new cw show centered on a gender non-conforming character yet out reports the actor community has a history of homophobic anti-trans behaviors on social media wayans who was part of the infamous wayans comedy dynasty called a tri- twitter user a tranny bitch in 2010 oh in another instance months later he tweeted being on the road during the day sucks tranny balls a search for his account for other see this is why when people said that shit about like remember someone wrote in and said like i don't think tranny is considered a slur or whatever and i was like yeah man i'm not playing with that shit because mm-hmm. the language on this changes all the time and people some people say it is a slur for transgender people and it's mm-hmm. not about being a technical term for transvestite mm-hmm. or any of that stuff and some people do take it offensive and so you start saying that shit and then you gotta turn around and be like yo i i was told by a person that that this was technically not offensive nobody gonna give a fuck no they're not in that moment they just gonna be like fuck you i don't like i am offended apologize well i was told it don't matter what you was told so you just can't play like that um a search for of his account and other anti-lgbtq plus slurs resulted in uses of words like the f word excessive uses of no homo the majority of the tweets are from 2010 2011 with a 2016 message referring to felt referencing a fellow comedian's tranny get sh- getting shot bit um which i don't know could be the the the, the actual name of the bit the bit or what i don't know mm-hmm. right uh what'd you say i said no i wouldn't know either oh okay yeah yeah i don't know so i didn't know the joke and i know the context might be important there but i don't know the tweets were deleted after out contacted wayne's representative for comment when i was a young comic trying to find my voice i made some immature hurtful tweets um that i deeply regret at the expense of the lgbtq community that wayne said in a statement to out when i tweeted those comments about 10 years ago i was unaware of the emotional impact uh of the um that they could have i'm not excusing that behavior but that is not who i am today society evolved and so have i and it's something i'm with i will continually do personally and professionally at it you know better you do better um now i will say this it's damon wayans jr it kept saying damon wayans which i'm like because to me as soon as i read that apology i was like damon wayans would not have apologized Mm -hmm. um the cw announced last week they ordered a pilot for glamorous a drama about a gender non-conforming high school graduate who lands an internship at a cosmetics company whose products they planned they panned on youtube it comes from wayans production company two shakes which aims the center characters often in the margins and is written by jordan nardino star trek discovery quantico desperate housewives the network has a history of supporting lgbtq plus storytelling of course you know batwoman's in the works um mm-hmm. cw also has television's first transgender hero played by a trans actress uh on supergirl mm-hmm. if glamorous gets picked up it will be historic for having gender non-conforming lead though no words yet of us of it's not a non-binary or gender non-conforming actor will be cast cw did not respond to requests for comment um the discovery of wayne's problematic tweets comes months after kevin hart you know we already know that um uh, with the apparent subject of glamorous and its potentially history making nature while it's to be applauded there's been an industry-wide shift to hold people accountable uh creating stories across the margins either as writers or producers words matter whether said or tweeted almost 10 years ago or not and they sometimes reflect deep-rooted attitudes about groups of people that can manifest themselves in one art one's art this is not to say that wayans say wayans or any other person who has expressed problematic thoughts in the past cannot grow rather is that we won't know if there's been growth if we don't ask um and, he, and there's like readers uh statement below or whatever 
um so i don't know man there's that's one of those things too where um we'll see because this is what people claim they wanted from kevin hart was like this Mm -hmm. apology and my guess is he's gonna end up being allowed to cook because in this case he is showing some contrition and acknowledgement and not being like y'all can't take a joke and lighten up and uh it's in the past i'm moving on i'm over it like him being like nah i did this uh if he's asked about it more we'll see because i think you know i think a lot of times people are privileged have this like um exhaustible um magnanimity where it's just like you keep asking and then eventually it's like you wore me down now fuck y'all um and i hope he never does that because to me that's always the worst where it's like i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry they keep asking and then eventually you go fuck you then nigga i ain't sorry it's like oh man come on you know it's just like it's one of those things where if you're really sorry you're gonna have to be sorry about it forever and it's gonna have to be genuine contrition um and you can never really flex on anybody about it you know but uh we'll see because it's also that thing where like i can see people feeling like almost a green book where yeah this person has these problematic comments and stuff they're also producing it and getting paid off of their depiction of what they think life is for these people that they've slandered in the past so and also it's one of those things to where uh yeah i I, you hope it's sincere because it's human nature to get to be tired of being constantly asked questions don't get me wrong mm-hmm. but yeah like you said if you're sincere you can be like i'm tired of being asked these questions yes i am sorry but you know but it's one of those things where we live in a society now where nobody wants to move on it's like i've got this this polaroid snapshot of you and you're gonna be here for fucking ever and it's sad but that's the reality of where we are now but it's also like the little niece thing a lot of people just learned about this so it's Correct. gonna take them a little bit of time like um while we're often you know well not we but while people in general often talk about the target of like the person who said the shit like people don't really talk about the targets of it too they need time too i think people in general now i can't speak for the lgbtq community but i can speak as a black person in general we get over some pretty tough shit just because Mm -hmm. we have to it just take a little time that's all you can't tell me you was going around for a week talking about i'm gonna kill these niggas um and then and then apologize and then be like i can't believe you're not over this 20 minutes later right i need some time it, it took you 40 years to tell me this shit right it does you don't process it that simply yeah matter of fact you know i want to apologize to people um and it's kind of embarrassing but uh i had a liam neeson moment oh what happened not uh not too long ago um 25 years ago i had a moment of of, of racism uh i haven't told i can't believe i'm telling this on the air to everybody i didn't even tell karen about this okay but uh i uh was going to school and it was like the first week of school and i had went shopping in the summer with my mom and we had bought a bunch of duckhead stuff and uh i had laid it all out on the bed the whole week worth of clothes Mm -hmm. and i turned racist because i was like liam neeson i was like i'm finna kill these niggas all week long okay and i walked around school for a week in duckhead bugle boy and i was like i'm i'm just looking for niggas to kill okay i'm like look at this look at these fits okay you see this drip over here 
I'm killing you niggas in these I red mean, shorts. I mean, did you pull out that members only jacket too? I'll be at it. I mean, look, I'm just saying. And uh of course people uh I know it's very offensive to, for black people to hear this now. Uh this truth. And I hope y'all can ever forgive me, uh if y'all, you know, from the bottom of my heart. I really regret it now that I'm, you know, older and stuff because duckhead jeans, I mean, they were they wasn't that cool now in hindsight bugle boy does anybody even wear those anymore no they don't right so i regret it honestly um and the pictures and stuff of me in those you know i look ridiculous now so <laughs> i hope i hope y'all can find it in your heart to forgive me people um so i'm sorry and uh we can move on from this you know because now. i personally know you i, I i'll just forgive I'm, I'm forgiving you i mean thank fight you. me fight me okay thank you well karen said it um so i'm forgiving uh new jersey governor signs lgbtq inclusive curriculum bill into law oh voting does matter mm, interesting many people told you it didn't matter new jersey will become second the second state after california to require schools to adopt an lgbtq inclusive curriculum new jersey governor phil murphy signed legislation on thursday mandating that every school in the state teach students about the political economic and social contribution of the lgbtq people and people with disabilities yo that's so real because we don't learn that no we don't 40 these this is the second state this is the second state the second state okay the second number number uno dos two two 49 states weren't learning shit about lgbtq people now it's 48 with the point being before that used to be zero 50 right zero zero states were learning um but now we we're down to you know but the point being like i mean zero states weren't learning wait we're learning we're learning yeah, yeah we're so learning, now we got right. two that are so here's the thing it's crazy because there's got to be a wealth of knowledge um that we don't have because we haven't acknowledged it or we just haven't acknowledged that the people that did these things were lgbt uh q or whatnot then to take it another step further if you're an lgbtq kid you never got your heroes you never got your idols you never got to look up to nobody the other Mm -hmm. kids in the class never got told like hey wait this person that i'm looking up to they might they could be an icon on another level historically obviously there's some tricky situations because uh you have to pass in many cases being outwardly openly gay um and a celebrity or historical figure of some import may not have been feasible depending on where you were at i mean it's not like it's not like buggery laws and shit and sodomy laws and shit only popped up this year like so there's gonna be some cases where people will be like i don't know if they was gay or not i'm sure but the point being we weren't even looking exploring or talking about this before and uh shout out to new jersey for being the second state to do it um because that that's dope and uh, now people will end up learning more than they would have um all right um it's my hope that with this legislation signed into law we can foster new generations of students that understand the importance of tolerance and equality assemblywoman valerie venary huddle a democrat and one of the bill sponsors said on twitter and and and, and it's good because children want and actually need to to know that they aren't the only one mm-hmm. like they need to know the histories and, and their roots of who they are and it's very important uh because the more you teach children the more acceptable children will be of it you mm-hmm. know and you will i my my prediction my thesis is when they do this not that they will get rid of bullying but a lot of the, bu- the bullying 
factory will go down because all children are aware it's not, it won't be considered foreign you won't mm-hmm. be considered other you won't be considered different yeah you know uh and so i think this will cause children to have more pride mm-hmm. and love themselves more um that's the positive outcome of actually teaching children these all right things. and and i mean it could end up like black history month where it has some unforeseen like you know some limitations and shit that people will be like i don't like this about it but the point is we're not doing nothing we're not doing anything now zero zero compared to like zero compared to this is a start like let's start yeah and i know for me i like you say we're of the generation where i didn't know anything so for me a lot of my lgbtq knowledge actually y'all didn't happen until i was an adult actually didn't happen it's it's not just for you until i became on social media it's not just for you it's pretty much all of us that are lgbtq it's pretty much all of us because it's not it's not readily available Mm -mm. as far as that that's the point is i'm making like to the point where we have uh black historical figures it's a cliche almost oh martin luther king rosa parks harriet tubman like you can just go down the names like oh my god yes we all know like to the point we're exhausting every fucking february same 12 people eyes on the prize right i'm tired of this right that turned a lot of people black kids off of it because they're like y'all ain't teaching us nothing new and maybe that'll be a thing with with this as well i don't know but the point is we it's a privilege to even have motherfuckers to be exhausted of learning about right because if you're lgbtq and not to mention there's black lgbtq kids black lgbtq icons they're not it's not taught to us that way Mm-mm. we learn when you even learn i one i didn't even learn about james baldwin really until i was in, in college and even when you learn about like james baldwin or whatever it's still not presented to you as oh this man was bi this man was gay that none of that you know and so you better than me i didn't learn about james baldwin until we was an adult actually until a few years ago because like i said i didn't take the advanced classes so james baldwin like he wouldn't know my list of reading well no this wasn't about advanced classes this was uh just i got to college it wasn't okay it it had nothing to do with advanced classes and then um and uh lorraine hansbury you like i uh, we just watched uh a raisin um uh what was it um why am I gonna fuck up the name of this? You guys know what I'm talking about. Uh, <laughs> we did a movie review. No, yeah, Raising the Sun. That was okay. It. And, uh, we, but but that but was my first time watching that. Yeah, Go ahead. me too. But until we did the um, until we did the Atalas tour interview of hers, um, I didn't know that uh she was supposedly lesbian and then just at that time it was almost like you gotta pass so right you know and but this 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 is the thing they could have taught me that in my black history class Mm -hmm. both of those both of those people they could have taught me about black history they didn't Mm -mm. they didn't like they might give me the the note of oh she was a playwright uh he was a you know author and a playwright and a poor like but they're not gonna give you like oh did you know this person was uh lgbtq no you didn't know that because that and that's just a little thing that then goes oh this person we look up to in history was also like these other kids in my class or like me myself or however and now and now it's not such a foreign concept now i'm not saying shit like they pushing the, the gay agenda down my throat or how come the gay people get all the rights but if you say something about black people now you're not saying stupid shit like that because you learn in third grade 
that 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 was stupid so i hope this curriculum spreads to all the states um because we really do need it it's sorely like it's a big blind spot in a lot of people's um uh lexicon of like educationally morally spiritually all that stuff and so the more you learn i think the more people will be aware and then the more they'll start to add that to their um you know add that to their knowledge yeah and the thing is if you're going to teach us about a person teach us about the person fully don't strip things away from them teach us about them as a whole human being right so all right um you know what let's get out of here let me see anything else uh those are like two positive ones kind of i think I'm gonna skip the rest. All right, let's go. Yeah, let's keep it light. Keep it light today. Keep it light today on that on that tip. We'll be back. I'm sure. Um, we got some uh, some fucking with black people. Let's do that. Oh wait, hold on. Sorry, hit the wrong button. We're just fucking with those black people. We're just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. It's time to play the game we all hate to play. It's fucking with black people. The game we go all around the globe. We find different articles for, and we assign points scores zero to hundred, intervals twenty-five for how much we feel fucked with as black people. Today's contestants, everybody. All right. Let's see who's fucking us up now blackface scandal oh that blackface is back my so racist all blackface are we what we we having in about one a day one every other day what's happening here oh it could be a contest every day because it ain't more it's more than one blackface scandal spreads to mississippi as a republican gubernatorial candidate uh did some blackface Mm-mm-mm. at least it's republican this time <laughs> And what, and what was perhaps the most predictable collateral finding flowing from Virginia's epidemic of white politicians appearing in public, publicized blackface appearances? Uh, it turns out that Mississippi's lieutenant governor and likely Republican nominee for governor, Tate Reeves, was a member of a college fraternity famous for such shenanigans along with general devotion to the non-neo-confederate emblems. Chad Smith has a story for American Ledger. Uh, Mississippi Lieutenant Governor Tate Reeves college yearbook show members of his fraternity and what appeared to be blackface dressed as Confederate soldiers and referred to him as being at the Robert E. Lee bar at a time when the fraternity's racism was a major issue on campus. Oh, they had a Robert E. Lee bar? Yeah. You know what? People, people's, uh, yearbooks, it, I guess all, every, all the yearbooks gonna be on the scrutiny after a while. People gonna be like, clear that shit off the yearbooks. They don't, <laughs> school's gonna be getting calls going like, yeah, 1982. Can you take that out? Yeah, I don't know why you would be surprised as Robert E. Lee Barr. There's Robert E. Lee Streets. I mean, no, well, that's true. That's like, it's <laughs> I don't, not know, like, I don't know why the bar just, I, I, you know, I was like, the street <laughs> shit, everybody gotta use that. I was like, the, you know, I guess the bar is, 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 is like the banana Republican I made up. That, that's a sign. Keep your ass out of here. Yeah. I don't know, man. They got, they probably sell a lot of Southern comfort up in the Robert E. Lee bar. Come on. A lot of. <laughs> <laughs> uh a lot of jack kkk daniels um yeah mm, so do, i mean do you i mean do you get a hoodie and a roll with your drink i i guess so no um yeah so Rees was the front runner to become a republican nominee for governor he's a sophomore at Millsaps college where he joined a fraternity in what year do you think it was karen 
1984 1993 oh 93 93 you said nine you talking about nine three yes and he remained a member through graduation even as fraternity came under scrutiny for his overt ra- racism in the 1995 edition oh, of the, the mill book a photo- photograph of reeves appeared next to a photograph of five other members of fraternity t-shirts with what appeared to be blackface three of them also wearing confederate flags on their heads and another showing dozens of members dressed as confederate soldiers y'all tell me it's about southern pride southern heritage it's not hate where why is the blackface in there why the confederate flag in next to the blackface i don't understand i wonder if they had any members that were black in the frat mm-hmm. if they did who knows who who knows it's one of them things you know how people go you know the white boy who fuck with black people you don't never know what crazy shit they did is go well you know the black boy who joined the right fraternity you don't know what they what they put him through in order for him to pledge and then and keep in mind these this guy got to go on the whole government office you know like this didn't he expected this to never never affect his career in october 1994 because for so guess what up until now it didn't why mm-hmm. would he think it was gonna change now that's what i'm saying we saying the same thing like imagine that that's how common this shit must be people are holding prestigious offices that often are fact-checked and historic history comes into view and they're saying yeah i'm shocked that y'all found out or that y'all care now um yeah social media doll has made people care october 8th 1994 members of kappa alpha and another fraternity donned afro wigs and tied large confederate flags around their necks according to the article an article and this is why i can't really get with the like well it was a long time ago the like with the liam neeson shit or even kevin hart shit or even damon wayne shit i can't really get with it because i know how i feel when i read about these blackface things and i don't care that it was 1993 right i don't care like i know that i'm supposed to be like whatever maybe he changed it's been 30 years well i don't personally give a fuck all right i'm not jesus like so at some point it's just like yo i this is offensive to me the fact that you would ever do this and the fact that there was no genuine contrition or or fucking like come up is for it and then i'm just supposed to be like well it's we found out too late statute of limitations a racist person gets to just continue being racist yeah and it's also one of those things too at which for a lot of black people and i i can truly say at times i feel like this it's like if niggas fuck up white people will let that shit follow you for the fucking rest of your life they fuck up and fuck up something racially mm-hmm. we're not supposed to say shit though we're supposed to get re- but, give it up immediately right 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 but but you could commit a small petty crime served your time went to jail got out became a good citizen and they will constantly bring that bullshit yeah. up like you committed it yesterday i mean but, michael vick will forever be that dog killing ass dude like forever you know what i mean like and, I, and i'm not saying he shouldn't be that's not my point it's just right. white people just get to do shit and it's just like why are we holding this against him he's just a rapist this young man's career is gonna be fucked up now you know it's just it's just crazy the double standard that is out there for correct this shit. and that's that has a lot to do with why a lot of black people's anger going we don't give a fuck be held accountable right so um but yeah it's it's just um it's just frustrating mm-hmm. um 
let's see um let me go back to this article real quick uh so also in 1984 members of kappa alpha and another fraternity donned afro wigs and tied confederate flags around their necks according to an article in the clarion ledger at the time some of them were also reportedly in blackface the fraternity brothers got into a shouting match over the incident with some black students the state fraternity you don't say the state fraternity leader defended the chapter saying it was getting a bad rap and blamed a few rogue individuals why would those rogue individuals not be kicked out members of the black students association asked for the fraternity to be suspended there's no photographic evidence so far of reed's personal involvement in the racist incidents but he clearly wasn't allergic to racism if he chose to stay in ka as anyone who uh went to college in the southern white campuses in recent or distant decades can attest an extensive review of the fraternity sorority racism kate drives had this to say about the frat besides sae the worst reputation for racism belongs to kappa alpha order kappa alpha uh considers the leaders of the confederate army robert e lee is spiritual founder and features his definition of a gentleman on his website at auburn university ka uh reportedly holds its personal celebration of robert e lee on martin luther king jr day every day i mean every year which one student referred to as particularly disturbing the states of alabama and arkansas and mississippi do this as well as king's birthday was january 15th and leaves january 19th though not without controversy that that this is a fraternity that until recently encourages chapters to hold an old south or old dixie formal every year where brothers had have been known to dress up as confederate civil war soldiers accompanied by dates who wear antebellum style dresses yep the white women ain't no far up far away the out to outsiders uh chapters of ka and sae look surprisingly comfortable with displaying rampant rampant racist tendencies uh they appear equally comforting comfortable with actively discouraging black men from joining their orgs um this was written in 2015 you can imagine how inhibited such fraternities were in mississippi two decades earlier not long after former ku klux klan imperial wizard david duke made a strong race for governor in the next door state louisiana so there you go guys uh zero to 100 karen oh 100 okay. uh, it will forever get a 100 yeah that's 100 for me um um it's this crazy um uh, there's another one speaking of black uh these fraternities and black racist shit um there's a picture of a black student in a racist yearbook photo um and the white people are in clan robes around him and he's got a noose on his neck and he's drinking a beer and he's smiling on top of a table like ha 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 this is hilarious this racism um black student in racist yearbook photo this is not a picture of life at the university of richmond oh i'm just getting over the shocking embarrassment of it right now says michael kizzy university of richmond president ronald crutcher released a statement thursday calling a racist photo from the school's 1980 yearbook repulsive and this was in the yearbook mm-hmm. go ahead i'm sorry it's okay 1980 was just so long ago karen you know 
uh antithetical to the values of the university today the photo depicts five people dressed in klu klux klan costume surrounding a smiling african-american man holding a drink and pretending to be hanged by a noose the african-american man is michael kizzy who played basketball at henrico high school and for the richmond spiders in a phone interview thursday night he said he was unaware of the photo until he was contacted by a reporter for the collegians you are student newspaper i'm just getting over the shock and embarrassment of it right now um and that's going to take a while you now live in suburban washington university statement says the administration became aware of the photo have been shared on social media on wednesday night such images reflect the past that must be reconciled and understood crutcher's statement said we do not intend to forget to erase or erase those moments rather we must examine and understand our history so that we become the more inclusive community we aspire to be it added that the university has a commission looking into how it can communicate its history in a more inclusive way that there will be a report on how the university can become an exemplary intercultural community kizzy says he doesn't remember anything about the photo the best that i can say about myself other than being an idiot yeah i mean uh other than being an idiot for doing it is that this is not a picture of life at the university of richmond i never felt pressure i never felt intimidated i can't remember a racial incident that made me feel bad this is not reflective of my tenure there this is me being stupid this is a party where young men were being stupid not realizing the impact of something like this at that time the university of richmond yeah, statement that, a lot of that goes down to the shit we were saying before people you ain't teaching people yeah uh also um that peer pressure correct like trying to be that black friend and shit this is you know we i've look i haven't ever seen some shit like this but we've all seen that black friend where i'm like bruh if you have any real respect for yourself you'll tell these motherfuckers they'll respect you like right you know and and i'm not and it's an individual choice black mm-hmm. people feel differently about it but like how i don't have white friends that say nigga and shit and, they, and i don't want it around me and i don't kick it with people that do that shit and if i'm a black person and i'm kicking it around some white folks and so and they start getting a little too free with that racial shit i will hit them with the like hey 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 i don't know what these other black people have let you do around them but you gotta respect me homie like oh we don't have to be friends it's not no right. physical violence i'm not gonna like kill you or beat you up nah it's just i don't want to be in a place where i feel unwanted and the same way that I have women that are my friends, but I'm not walking around like females, bitches, hoes, and shit. When I'm talking to my friends that are that are women, um, I expect the same fucking thing, you know. From 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 um from from I expect the same fucking thing, you know. what I'm saying like it's, you can't just be like I'm gonna disrespect you. And even if I had a female friend that was a, a female, a woman who was my friend who was like, uh, well, it's cool with me, right? Like we talk all the time like that, like bitch, whatever that would still just be me and her that wouldn't be everybody you don't get to take that rule and be like well i get to say it around alvin i do it to everybody so mm-hmm. people but that's that pressure for people like him to be like uh for this black kid at the time to be like ha 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 me and these white boys ain't this funny 1980 you're not that far from niggas really being hung shit we not too far from at night right now bruh so dumb and i hate to bring something like that against obviously a kid because he was a kid at the time but right. god damn bro nothing clicked in your mind like this shit stupid um anyway um zero to hundred. Oh, a hundred. i don't care how nobody feels you know far you know far as him and even him talking almost kind of 
it don't explain it away mm-hmm. but it's one of those things where you can tell okay it was peer pressure i was just trying even though that's not what he said that's the reality of it you know right and you know i you know for me i didn't have any racial incidents okay that's you but guarantee you other people who went to school at that time didn't don't didn't feel the same way you did it's also that thing too where white people don't never have to feel bad about the shit they do right. because at the end of the day he's blaming himself at least like those are just my friends we was having fun i don't know i must have been drunk i you know how it is well you know what all all the other kids in there was drunk too all y'all had a bad decision coordinated bad decision took a picture and it ended up in the fucking yearbook a picture that you didn't even know somebody took sounds supposedly like. supposedly yeah i'm gonna be for real i'm gonna be real i i don't know this man i don't believe him right i think he does remember taking that picture i think he thought it was funny at the time um and you know he was they token like white black friend and then this shit got out of hand because people now finding these things and being like this is unsavory and that's my personal belief i can't prove it this is a gut feeling but that's how i feel and maybe he's telling the truth and maybe they were so drunk and he don't remember but to coordinate that picture no matter how drunk y'all were somebody was thinking yeah yeah and even if nobody was thinking it made it to the yearbook i'm sorry to cut you off sorry but it made it to the yearbook so people reviewed this and still thought it was funny correct somebody submitted it and still thought it was funny and also it's the thing where i'm thinking the more more about what you're saying man you talking about back in the day that shit was and a bright ass light hit your eyes it ain't like it is now how we can take pictures Mm -hmm. on the slide with your phone that shit was loud that shit was bright i mean and they posed for it right i mean it wasn't anyway a hundred for me as well same michelle rodriguez apologizes for liam neeson comments well are you apologizing for his comments no no no. what no she apologizes you don't remember she said he kissed viola davis oh yes, yes so yes, yes, he yes. can't be racist um and those are her comments on liam neeson correct so she went on instagram and said to my friends and colleagues and my fans and community i went I want to deeply apologize for my recent choice of words, a poor use of example in a peer, in a pressure filled situation. I defended a friend in the wrong way. I now realize how insensitive it was. I had no intention of invoking such a terrible historical comparison. I have learned from this and will grow. One love, Imrod. Apology accepted, Mill. Michelle. Come on down. Get you a cosh, cause we might need some security at the cookout. Alright? Can you bring uh the adobo? Cause we gonna need some spices. Bring some bring some corn tortillas, okay? We're gonna take we're gonna take some of this other black food and make some tacos. Take that fried chicken and make some tacos out of it. Mm-hmm. Put some Texas Pete on that shit. I'm gonna shred a couple of these ribs. Come on. Put some Tallulah on it. Come on. Bring the salsa. Ooh, this cookout getting more lit every week. Mm-hmm. You know somebody bought some black beans, so yeah, we can make a whole whole spread. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. I love it. Thank that, you. That, that somebody coming. You know that shit you making the salad with? 
put a little put some tomatoes to the side and some onions to the side because we got some tacos no don't put them all on the salad put put them all on the side mm-hmm i don't know why she didn't know that white people been fucking niggas and hating us for centuries but okay <laughs> one kiss give me some <laughs> how you it's so funny because people start sharing a screenshot of the kiss from widows and they was like this kiss don't even look good and i was, I was like this nigga little nisa got people going through his catalog like he even kissed racist look at him ah you got a racist ass kiss what does a racist kiss look like that i don't know that that's what it look like oh man well zero to 100 from michelle rice you guys <laughs> she hit a 50 50 yeah um y'all still a little mad at her original comments mm-hmm. and she has a history of saying a lot of problematic shit yes, she does. i'm gonna give her a 50 as well i'm glad she apologized the black celebrities got her information so fast shonda rhimes was on there the blue checks was mad on twitter mm-hmm. they was like no you you get in too many movies with us calm down shout out to this argue this article though quoting Tariq nasheed is one of the people that was you know put taking her to task on twitter oh no and you know what it's i blame the opposite day no i blame for that and i hate to say it because I, I i don't have no problems with them but i hate to say it but i blame terry cruz and i blame um al gore or joe biden or whoever else will be going back and forth with Tariq nasheed on twitter y'all have elevated him to a voice of the culture now because they seen the right people getting mad at him it's it's fucked up can't go back and forth with all these niggas some of uh was it feed starve a fever feed a cold Tariq Nasheed is a fever dog cannot be feeding them going back and forth this motherfucker that's what he's born in that he's born in that and that's why he keep coming up off of it y'all dumb enough to keep mm-hmm. playing this game you're gonna lose mm-hmm. y'all was mad because it because his last little song was a bop he gonna fuck around and put a whole album out in them bops and y'all not gonna be able to run away from it because white people gonna be shimmying into that shit too because his that's, platform has grown so much yeah that's the next thing y'all ever be afraid of they gonna discover his music and then it's gonna be over right they're gonna be all across the radio all up and down your timeline and you're gonna be bopping and mad uh school apologized that the children performed black history month poem in the blackface i blackface in the house oh so we can't just do poems like regular poem in my regular ass skin blackface history Mm-mm. yep some of the kids were black and had to put on the blackface mask oh no oh no school in atlanta has apologized that the children performed a poem for black history month and blackface mask pupils at kendizzi old fourth ward charter school recited paul lawrence dunbar's poem we wear the mask while wearing masks that exaggerated red lips and white eyes they did better if they just said kids make a mask of yourself couldn't they at least give them the gucci turtlenecks i wonder if the gucci turtlenecks are gonna end up in africa like super bowl jerseys for losers you know who knows just gonna have little african kids walking around like what happens to those clothes once they say we're not gonna because they already made the turtlenecks mm-hmm. oh yeah so they can't sell them so now what happens they give them the goodwill now the niggas is walking around because i wanted one of them turtlenecks i'm not gonna lie to y'all they're somewhere i could have got that turtleneck and the fun i would have had on instagram live <laughs> it would have been so good facebook uh, i been put, off the hook. I'll put that on my list to see if i can find you one Mm, i don't think so they was like 900 dollars, so i ain't get one now come in my size so the folk i continues <laughs> the folk I to black people are free i would never wear gucci that i could not afford it could not fit into <laughs> it's over for gucci over here in this house i don't support no gucci not even gucci main no gucci um 
all right so yeah, and i know this is atlanta too a black ass city so you know parents immediately showed up was like what the fuck is this a video of the recital which was performed by seven and eight year olds have been viewed millions of times since it was posted on facebook by a concerned parent last week man if we would have showed up to layla's recital last night and they would have had blackface i don't know what i would did because on the one hand i want to support the orchestra and the arts and the kids and my niece but on the other hand i would have been fucking livid yeah i'd have been like this these children made the uh uh string orchestra roll. very smart children very dumb parents just get some white masks not parents but adults who allowed them to do this just get some uh just get some white masks from the fucking drama department like they always have yeah the happy sat you're right they're just general masks uh video the recitals form da 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 simone banks who shared the footage who said said many mothers were pissed and the school has to do better that's a low bar but yes better than blackface i'll take it kendezi school is a great school and we are all like a big family however this act was not acceptable i do understand there is a poem but the kids could have made up their own mask and used emojis or anything other than blackfaces that was my thing you could have been like draw your own mask children have that as an outline and you know have a all the faces are all the same and just say okay children draw your own mask make it however you want to make it now i'm not gonna lie the kind of kid i was i would have drawn a blackface mask yeah so they would have had to be like no rod not you you have to wear a standard mask <laughs> they're like no we're gonna make your mask for you um <laughs> i'm so serious too i would have definitely drawn a blackface mask i i don't i was a fucked up not kid like bad or nothing but it's just you were fighting against the system the shit i thought was funny yeah. and irrelevant was just not it was not Bro, i was out here thinking outside of the box and they'd have been like rod you're gonna cause problems no it was not resonating with everybody i had i, I had creative writing class and got in trouble because i was writing too much black shit i was like can you uh kind of calm down on some of this race stuff i was like the people need to know eighth grade rod is out here trying to tell everybody the truth these white people don't want us to know anymore. i was in the eighth grade to my attica attic this is uh, uh rod this is just this is just advanced writing class like, like I, I i didn't i didn't ask for you to, to set the race free <laughs> you in ninth grade what you know about freedom you in ninth grade you don't know shit i thought i knew <laughs> we just adjectives pronouns adverbs like like what do the words do to the cloud type of shit that's where we at rod sorry i was like like that's why i can't be too mad at the newly woke people because i'm like i went through it early in life but i can relate it was a time where i was too woke um (laughs) i didn't get woke till later on in life well the worst part was it wasn't just about the woke shit i also was funny so a lot of stuff i made jokes that were racial allegories and shit so i would just get in trouble all the time because it'd be like you can't know you can't publish this and i'm like what's wrong it's a city uh i like i wrote a detective um story about these detectives that was working in uh i had never by the way i've never been to compton or any of shit i wrote about some detectives that was uh detectives in compton that was solving only black crimes and shit yes uh, my teacher was like what the fuck is this shit i would love to see that show i was like it's creative writing she was like this is what you have to, to calm down a little bit <laughs> like can you rewrite this poem <laughs> anyway uh meanwhile there was a there was some people in compton going yes why 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 why, why don't we have a, a department that's just talking about our shit and solving our crimes yeah all the other kids was like fucking writing about you know i in the country we 
there was two people and they was drinking moonshine and shit i was like nope you talking about this racism every time <laughs> <laughs> all the time this assignment here like she tried to tailor them assignments to be something different like this one's about love i'm like black love in a white world with yeah! revolutionary it's like okay all right all right Mm-mm. all right anyway um zero to a hundred uh, she had to get Rod. She had to get uh, uh what else was I say? Rod and his ex to calm down. Yeah, ah! that's a hundred. Yeah, I don't know if I still have that. That I know I had kept the. uh At the it's, end, they put out like a collection of all the writings from the class, mm-hmm. and I don't remember if I uh, kept mine or which one of mine made it. But I know it was probably some black shit though. Yeah, you got a thing over here full of your poems. Yeah, I got a bunch of them in raps and all mm-hmm. that shit. I sometimes I think about go looking at them, but it's so embarrassing at this point. I'm just like, I gotta leave, <laughs> leave this shit alone. It's terrible. Going nothing wrong with going back and looking through your old work. I can't do it. It's just so bad. Because um, <laughs> I think of where you were at the time, of course. All right. Well, I can't. All right. <laughs> um, I think they're beautiful. I read some of them. Well, thank you. Um let's see where are we at in time oh let me go to the next session because we're gonna get cut off give me one second uh everyone all right let's get into uh some uh some other games let's do a little bit of guess the race and then we'll do sore ratchetness and then we'll call it a day mm-hmm. now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time that's right it's time for guess the race the number one game show going across all the podcast land we read and play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today the chat room and karen to guess the race and of course everyone playing is racist and of course guess the race is brought to you by triangle wine co hi mm-hmm. triangle wine company sells thousands of wines i mean so many wines y'all okay you'll be on their website for hours i really was like i'm gonna just hop on hop off next thing you know i'm in there looking for like wines from places i've never heard of and it's just like bringing up other wine deals and packs in the bottom and there's all types of ciders and i mean if you like alcohol and different tastes um this is where you should go okay um they sell everything (laughs) oh so yeah you go to trianglewineco.com um and for a limited time right now we got a couple's gold wine two pack mm-hmm. it's on sale for 19.99 discounted from like 28 dollars so you save it already okay this pack is to celebrate the coupling of a fruity balanced shiraz and a mesmerizing moscato which we had some for white people news last week mm-hmm. uh to take you and your sweetheart from the main course to the dessert if you don't live in an area where the wine can be shipped you can buy e-gift cards for people okay give it to a loved one who does so they can have alcohol in their life they also have a t public store at triangle wine co just go to tpublic.com look it up um and you can wear your designs on your shirt support that wine co okay um they also have three brick and mortar stores uh that are currently open in uh the raleigh dorm area and they're having a holly spring north carolina opening soon they offer local delivery and in-store pickup for those who live and work near our store so if you lucky enough to live up there okay get it straight from the source you ain't gotta wait on no shipping just going right on up in there 
and get your wine okay so trianglewineco.com is where you can go and i'm telling you man everything we've had from there it's really been like oh my god oh my god mm-hmm. and we're not wine people like that like it's just like oh my god thank you so oh i feel so f- blessed and highly favored so <laughs> appreciate you yes like i said I, I i have that sweet too so it's right up my alley um all right let's get into uh the guest of race um let me uh how do i start this over uh this is the first story a florida politician allegedly made a habit of licking men's faces she has now resigned what yeah we were worried about blackface but what about lick face karen Mm-mm. was she licking off the blackface um i don't know why she would do this to be honest and I, it's hard to step into the mind of a madman you know um man this article seems quiet hold on that's real low well, holy shit why is that volume so low that's the loudest it can go to right, i'll read it it was supposed to be a fun light-hearted alternative to typical government meetings one befitting a laid beach a laid back beach town the city commission of madeira 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 Be- beach florida a coastal community of about 4500 people uh situated on a barrier island facing the gulf of mexico had decided to hold a special outdoor meeting during the king of the beach fishing tournament in november 2012 the main honor the main order of the business honoring a sister city in the bahamas but things quickly got out of hand at the meeting according to a report from the florida commission on ethics by her own admission nancy oakley a city commissioner had done some drinking at the fishing competition oh shit as one does okay right ain't nothing wrong with that have a good time she spotted shane crawford the city manager at the time and cheryl mcgrady his executive assistant the two were later married but were in a relationship with other people at the time oakley suspected them of having an affair using expletives she demanded mcgrady who was supposed to be acting as deputy city clerk and taking the minutes be removed then after the otherwise low-key meeting concluded oakley walked up to crawford again she allegedly licked his neck and the side of his face slowly working her way up to his adam's apple and groped him by grabbing his crotch and buttocks what in front of everybody i guess after she kicked the other woman out the meeting mcgrady who had been standing there the entire time told oakley that her behavior was inappropriate according to the oh, report oakley threw a punch at the woman but missed <laughs> so wait which one did she kick out so the woman was still there or she told her to get out and she didn't leave i don't understand she told yeah she said she told mcgrady to be removed demanded that she be removed apparently they hadn't removed her yet i guess so uh it wasn't an isolated incident crawford bay news nine last month said uh oakley had a habit of licking men that either she was attracted to or thought she had authority over he said he wrote in 2017 sexual harassment that is what that is me too movement to the ethics board that oakley had made unwanted advances toward other city staff too and they were not interested in enduring that type of treatment ever again oakley resigned from a position at the uh, on the commission on tuesday a week after the state ethics panel announced crawford's complaint had been upheld in a unanimous vote she was repeat, repeatedly denied touch she's repeatedly denied touching the former city manager inappropriately as assistant she never licked his face or anyone else's but the ethics commission chose to go with the accounts of several bystanders who offered sworn testimony to the contrary and noted three other men testified ugly had licked their faces in public without their consent oh she was definitely a hashtag me too was that even a move that worked on anyone ever Mm-mm. 
the act of licking a person's face a person on the face and neck is too unusual i wonder what you taste like the act of licking a person on the face and neck i mean what does she think how many licks does it take to get to the middle of a tootsie roll what is this i don't know but she thought she gonna taste candy what does she think she was gonna taste Mm. and then people sweat Mm -mm. that's not that's never good Mm -mm. the act they got the shock of her life to mess around and fuck around and taste like a Reese's Pieces or M&M they probably would have had to she'd have probably been like that woman driving on the Super Bowl commercial you want me to stop this car and bite (laughs) y'all the act of licking a person (laughs) on the face and neck is too unusual to be contrived by multiple witnesses and multiple victims yeah that's the thing you can't be like these motherfuckers lying on me everybody's lying oh okay they lying on you okay then how come four random motherfuckers say you licked them it's not like you did something where uh it's so common that people will be like well maybe they did it maybe they didn't four people randomly accusing you of the same act of licking their face is so unusual i got to believe the people you know like it's like i'm not saying that i wouldn't believe multiple victims of some other shit but even if it was like uh a kiss on the cheek you know people would be like yeah a kiss on the cheek though i mean that doesn't have to be sexual it might not be appropriate but i can see how maybe it's just a miscommunication lick on the face everybody's like no one made that up and you clearly did that shit <laughs> um like yes she did it uh the yeah he recommended a fine she'd be fined five thousand dollars and publicly censured by the governor for inappropriate behavior oakley could not be reached for comment on her resignation later letter she denied any wrongdoing and said she was only giving up a position and attempt to quell the controversy i wonder if she licked the envelope she licked something else when commissioner on ethics has made the decisions i maintain my incident i mean innocence and then pursuing the pass of appeals available with that being said it's time for us all to move on wow do you go to your next job and lick them too i guess she knows when she's licked Mm, i hate to work for her yes go ahead no go ahead yeah she can truly say i know uh the taste of my employees you know how people go you know how people taste Mm-hmm. um and that's i wouldn't want to work for her either because i don't want to get a tongue lashing mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. she knew when she was licked i said that to start this hit it again i don't care <laughs> no i don't care all right um um so uh, she residents who spoke up at a special meeting on wednesday night seemed to agree while some friends defended oakley who was not present others accused her of giving the city a bad name i'm sick and tired of embarrassing headlines created by the majority of this commission it's time for a change commented one woman who introduced herself as helen price why didn't they just say a woman named helen price why are they ah! it feel like she was lying or some shit one woman claimed to be helen price but who the fuck knows we didn't see no id it's an alibi i didn't lick her face to verify nothing i didn't lick her dna another resident robert preston said uh i would love to be part of a city that's in the news for good things not dirt and garbage 
then move out of florida uh all right guess the race white karen's going white let's see what the chat room believes try to see how many licks it takes to get to the center of them balls white oh lord she i like that they just grow they glossed over her grabbing his ass and dick though like there's like he she licked his face isn't that weird like she grabbed his dick and ass too that's kind of (laughs) weird come on she thought it was her dog white gotta get (laughs) gotta get her out of there lickety split uh, <laughs> that's a good one uh he she liked the salty taste and couldn't find in, in her food uh this white woman is why i keep a bottle of Purell. that's a light saw whites in my purse face licking good white <laughs> i told her kiss my dog white T- taking on the characteristics of the dog they love so much white used to licking unseasoned meat and touching her hair unconsensually white white enjoy yourself rick james cocaine white let me lick you up and down till you say cease and sis has a come on has a house made of candy white this story is from florida and it's strange so it's probably a white person i'm going black still think she's related to my ex's aunt and white the correct answer is and everyone except one person went white and everyone got it right except one person And to the one person who said black she looked like don nelson i would definitely not want her licking my face Mm-mm. like don't you have a nba team to coach Mm-mm-mm. she like the white dude in another 48 hours all right ah! um <laughs> let's uh move on to the next one an iredale county man calls accusations of running an illegal strip club out of his home a complete misunderstanding this has been a trend we done seen restaurants and everything yeah for those that don't listen to list smacking good or haven't listened to list smacking good uh we had an article on there about a guy who was running a restaurant out of his house called orlando's including a sign on the front that yes! read like orlando's i'm seafood. not hiring sign and he was like ain't no restaurant ain't no <laughs> restaurant the people was like uh yeah people go in and out like if we go online if we call the number you know he was like ain't no restaurant here ain't I, i'm right. not running a restaurant what restaurant like above his door it's a big ass neon and y'all he got the neon sign like hanging above his door right the neighbors complaining and shit and he was like ain't no restaurant Mm-hmm. uh so yeah an iredale county man calls accusations of illegal strip club in his home a complete misunderstanding uh authorities oh wait can i get this to play we'll see never know with this computer uh authorities raised a man's rural iredale uh raided i'm sorry raided a man's rural iredale county home friday oh wait days after investigation turn this up ah it's played and then it paused son of a bitch hi oh of course so now we get the volume for the you know what's funny y'all the fucking ads never pause anyone ever notice that they never pause like the actual news article be clunky as fuck just uh i don't know this won't play uh, blank uh loading 
and then the fucking but when you get to the goddamn ads the ad is just like hey man it's me with geico they busted in the legal strip club channel nine is now going inside it's not something you see or hear about every day from the hearse parked in the front yard to the stripper pole inside the single family home. It has now drawn the attention of the Iredell County Sheriff's Office, ALE, even the DMV. And our own reporter, Glenn Count, stopped by that home. And Glenn, you say the owner walked you through the inside. Ha <laughs> ha! Well, you know, we weren't really sure what kind of reception we would get, but uh, David Lee Yates opened the doors, showed us around, and then uh, defended himself all at the same time. To David Lee Yates, this shack is just his man cave. To ALE agents, it's an illegal strip club that could attract an unsavory element to this rural and quiet part of Iredell County. All we want to do is get your side of the story, that's all. And Yates was willing to give it. He called the bus a misunderstanding and denied he was operating an off-the-book strip club, one that had a pole before agents took it. I had a 46-year-old woman come down here Yeah. for nine weeks. Yeah. She lost almost 30 pounds. Just, just to exercise. Yeah. Yates showed us around his so-called <laughs> man cave. It has decorative lighting, a sound system. <laughs> Agents say they found drugs and weapons, but Yates showed us the only gun he says he keeps on the property. There we go. I was about to say it's sawed-off, but it's not sawed-off, no, is it? It's legal. Yates told us he does charge admission, five bucks to help pay the light bill, and he provides a locker room for women who want to secure their belongings. So how do you feel about the, them coming here to, to raid you? I mean, what, what's your reaction to that? Well, sir, I mean, I had moonshine. Right. A lot of people have moonshine. That's right. That's right. But in other words, I got caught. Well, court records show that Yates has been busted for moonshine before. Now, getting back to that woman and exercise, Yates tells us that his wife and daughter only wanted that pole for exercise, and it was only used for that purpose. Obviously, agents disagree. Reporting live from Statesville, Glenn Counts, Channel 9. I okay, Gary. Guess the race. Mm, you do love. No, you. he gonna give love. He gonna get a strip pole to bad name White. All right, all right. They so you don't buy his excuse that they were just exercising um in his house and sometimes he would charge admission to keep the lights on five dollars but you are you out there in idale county this is north carolina i'm assuming yeah idale county Mm -hmm. bunch of trees white all right uh proud boys can't go to regular strip clubs he's feeling the niche white (laughs) we're doing karen's workout plan white (laughs) i too uh wait i too have moonshine but oh god it's moving too fast i too have moonshine but that ain't none of your business no sex in the moonshine room no sex in the moonshine room uh pancake booty strippers white a white my pole dancing art is white the strippers dance to rock music instead of rap music rooting tooting cousin of boss hall white man no athletic gear (laughs) this some bold ish white one who plays pour some sugar on me during routines white going off that white lightning white 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 water hole pole trader trash white white had daily specials like two dollar titted tuesdays three dollar ah! moonshine shots white his neck was red moonshine made in the toilet white white man logic hazy duke white uh, uh, the correct answer is white
course uh everybody went white i um, had them dollar spaghetti wednesdays i don't think they were serving no spaghetti up in here um i don't know what they were serving but that's what that's what he looked like and uh yes that is a weird confederate flag in the background of his mm-hmm. not supposed to be a strip club uh can y'all see it mm-hmm. okay. paying five dollars to keep the lights on the other thing about this that was interesting is uh in the is that uh as he went through the they went through the place i mean it's it's rough shot like it's fucked up like it's terrible like it's not painted the the chairs are like somebody patio chairs and he put like mm-hmm. some some like cloth over the tables but it's clearly there's a bar there's a gun behind the bar it's clearly a fucking like club or some type out of a residential area because there's probably nothing else to do sal now my guess is somebody got in a fight and they snitched somebody got beat up at the club because that's what always happened mm-hmm because they was in there because the only way you know about the clubs you partaking in the services right and i, and I know it was a whites only club you know it was also i don't like how he he dissed the woman for being too old as a stripper like, i just got some 45 year old woman in here like what people don't want to see her to get naked okay i mean they showed up for something somebody want to see them 45 year old titties i know that much all right let's go to the bonus round karen's two for two <laughs> double the points and the race double the points and the race that's right double the points double the race and the bonus round against the race so far karen is two for two let's see if she can finish three for three Popeye's robber fails to open register, steals chicken instead. New Orleans Police Department. Ah, they know why they came. Uh, after Popeye's robber could not open the cash register, New Orleans Police say he is he's resorted to taking off with some fried chicken instead. The man entered Popeye's uh and right before noon. Damn, now that's a robbery. <laughs> that was in the middle of lunch rush. You know, ain't waiting till they get closing. They don't even got no good money in there before noon. And attempted to steal money from the register, but the register wouldn't budge, so he grabbed some fried chicken and fled the business. Uh, police later located and arrested Philip Lee, 27, in relation to the botched robbery. He was arrested on allegations of simple robbery, simple battery. He appeared in court that day where the magistrate, Judge Bridget Collins, sell his bond at $13,500. Guess the race of Philip Lee, Karen. Philip Lee is black, and he probably stole uh fifty dollars worth of chicken uh it, well that was the worst part the robbery took forever because it was a wait on spicy no <laughs> that's how they got him on film 10 minute wait on spicy god damn uh use the cash register to throw them off the set of the real target black mm-hmm, there's a heist for chicken mad because he can't get no flats just the whole wing oh ran off like precious <laughs> Oh no! Oh, black. He is. uh He's a love that chicken from Popeyes. Black. <laughs> oh, that chicken from Popeyes. Uh, came for money, left it with chicken. That's a nigga. How much is one real black? <laughs> oh no! Fold in my hand for a dime. No Cajun sparkle. Black. Black. Fat Albert strikes again. Black. After he stole the chicken, went back in there to get those Cajun sparkles black. Red, gifted hands, and got the wrong idea black. Aww. Only a nigga with bargain heist chicken. 
black and needed more than 11 herbs and spices black take the 20 piece and a spicy black the correct answer is he was black you all got it right yeah he didn't get no fixings well you could tell from his face he was upset about something oh he did that shit he was like and they ain't even had no motherfucking you ain't getting no hot sauce had no damn cajun sparkle in the buck in the uh box no extra napkins how much chicken do you have to steal to make it worth your while i wonder and how much chicken you got to steal for them to be like your blind is thirteen thousand, nigga right i wonder how much you had to steal because it's not like I that's mean, not a two-piece no i mean did they have some chicken you know how a lot of times they have like chicken up in the rack draining i mean did he was like fucking just steal the whole middle rack and ran out i don't know walking down the street with fucking popeyes like i know i'm getting arrested later right uh all right guys last thing <laughs> It is a who got time for this shit to cool? And you know all the employees was mad. And they were like, shit, now we got to fry all this. See, we're taking people orders and shit. Now they got to fry all that chicken again. Mm-hmm. Uh, girlfriend pleads guilty to grizzly tender inspired samurai sword attack. A commerce woman pleaded guilty to trying to kill her living boyfriend with a samurai sword after she claimed to find a tinder dating app on his phone emily javier 31 will face up to 20 years of prison for attempted first degree domestic violence murder she was sent be sentenced march 11th the grizzly attack drew national and international headlines last year i remember this both because of javier's uh her javier's choice of weapon as well as her boyfriend's easygoing attitude about the whole episode i was just so proud for beating this samurai want to be crazy lady with hate in her heart and upbeat alex lovell then 29 told the oregonian uh from his hospital bed javier told police she had hatched the brutal assault on lovell because she discovered he had a tinder dating app on his phone to suspect he had been cheating on her she also fumed over his penchant for playing video games enraged girl just leave enraged javier said she went to she went to a shopping mall and purchased a samurai sword there's no waiting list and you can sell them in a the mall think about that guys in the, keep in mind that. a sword works immediately it's not like a gun you don't need bullets need training you don't need to buy extra shit you just walk out and now you got a weapon she said she then spent the next week stewing and plotting her revenge for whipping out the saber and repeatedly slashing him in bed during the wee hours of march 3rd 2018 lovell who admitted to playing video games 12 hours a day but insisted he was never unfaithful i mean when are you gonna cheat you playing video games for 12 hours a day got no time for no pussy suffered ah! he suffered life-threatening injuries including wounds to his torso neck and left side of his head his index middle and ring fingers were nearly lopped off at the base though doctors managed to reattach them though face though facing months of recovery he remained positive i was able to wing chong my way to survival he said referring to traditional chinese martial art that focuses on close range combat combat i've been preparing my whole life for something like this <laughs> he was ready still got fucked up he was like i was ready yeah he's still lost um yeah that's crazy um so all right guys we'll talk to y'all later uh thank you so much for listening to the show until next time i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.